Hi, beautiful souls. Welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elsmore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen. Join me on this journey as we dive into spirituality, relationships, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear personal stories and practical advice from some of the best coaches, lightworkers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. Let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, and rise together. Hi, beautiful souls. We have a really, really, really amazing episode this week, you guys. I'm so excited for this one. Oh, man. You guys have no idea how excited I am about this episode, but um, I have a very, very special guest coming on uh, this week, and her name is Donalyn Savello. She is my life coach, my mentor, my fairy godmother, and just my soul sister, and just all the amazing things. Um, She is someone who has changed my life, and I am so grateful for her and so grateful for her light her wisdom her love her ability to show up so authentically each and every day and um, she will be joining me this week to talk about the laws of spiritual relationships so really really cool topic super excited to touch on that and uh, just a little you know intro on who Donalyn is she's an intuitive life coach She's a numerologist and the author of Life Lessons, Everything You Ever Wished You Had Learned in Kindergarten. Amazing book, by the way. I have it, and it's so good. And she is a decoder. She specializes in decoding people's lives as well as decoding the nature of reality. She's also an inspirational writer, columnist, and blogger, and her work has been featured on the Fox TV show The Real, Well and Good, GQ Magazine, Glamour, the iHeartRadio Network, Observer, Thought Catalog, and Princeton Television. Oh my God, this woman is an actual like trailblazer. I love her. <laughs> I love her to death. And um, yeah, I'm just super, super excited to see what you guys think about this episode. Um, share it with people you love and let me know what you guys think. Let's get started. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Yasmin. I'm so excited to do this. I know, me too. I was just like, no, I, I have to have my fairy godmother on here I I have to have my mentor on here like there is no way that I'm going to have a podcast and not have you on I'm so honored thank you I I love working with you I love your energy you are a force you you are here to inspire uplift motivate people you know you're you're one of those game changers you know we've talked about this in numerology yeah you know that eight you're a game changer Oh, I love you. And I love that reminder too, because it's so easy to forget that, especially Mm -hmm. when you're in the midst of so much happening and like you're in the midst of your own darkness. It's so easy, especially for me personally to forget, you know, what I'm here to do, how I'm here to show up in what ways I'm here to show up. So having you in my life and, and for the people that, that don't know for the audience, you know, I've known Donalyn for, oh my God, like, (laughs) I think like two years now, six years at this point, I think. Um, or like five years at this point and you have helped me so much and you opened my eyes to so much and I will say that I think it was it was at assemblage I think that's the no it was Maha Rose that Mm -hmm. you you hosted that event and I found that event on Maha Rose on the website and it was about the spiritual laws of relationships oh is that the one that, that was the one that was the first one yeah 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So that one changed my life because it was divine timing. I was in the middle of of going through, you know, my decision of whether I should stay in my relationship. And I was so confused back then. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should stay or not. Like, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this. What's going to happen? And taking that class, that event that you hosted was like mind blowing, life changing. I got Mm. out of there and I was so inspired. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, this just gave me this like brand new vision, this new perspective that I never saw before. And it inspired me to keep going and and it empowered me to make a decision. And I I just, you know, that one was life changing. And then the numerology was also life changing. And we did a session together. We did a few together. And that like learning about myself at the time was just so, it, it was so needed for me. And because I was so confused, I was so lost, but you have been such a guiding force in my life. I couldn't be more grateful for you. And I love you. I love everything you stand for. And I love your content and how you show up and, you know, how dedicated you are to your craft and to seriously changing the world. And I just, I'm, I'm just so emotional because I love you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm overwhelmed. You know, but this is important for everyone to know is like when you, you know, first of all, finding yourself is a lifelong journey, right? But it starts with one step. And as long as you're taking a step in a direction that of something you love, something that means something to you, when you can start moving in that direction and start saying no to the, you know, the sort of mouse wheel job Mm. that is, you're just running a loop, right? You hate the job, but you're doing it. It's soul sucking and you're doing it just to make a paycheck. If you're doing that, you're missing out on so much richness in your life because you're, you're not actually, you don't know who you are because we're all here for something special. You know, and as soon as we can start tapping into that, you, you know, you're not going to, you might not know it tomorrow, but as long as you can start tapping into it, then the opportunities become available. The universe conspires with you to bring you the opportunities. Once you start opening, you have to open the door. The universe can't pull you through the threshold. Mm -hmm. You have to open the door and take a step and be like, okay, all right, I love jewelry. I I mean, jewelry is my passion. I love it. I love it. But like, I, I have no idea how I can make money. But so maybe you start taking a jewelry making class. Right. You, maybe sure. you start blogging about it. Maybe you start making it some pieces for friends. Like slow. Everything starts slowly. But you just have to focus on your passion. Right. And then the universe conspires with you to bring you opportunities to be abundant from that place. I love it. I love it. And it's all about following the breadcrumbs. Which I think is so magical, you know, because it's all about like just taking step by step and, you know, like like you said, taking that first step, like taking that plunge and then just following and seeing where that takes you. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing what doors open up. Yeah. Because it can be overwhelming when you say to somebody like, oh, you know, what's your, what's your life's work or, you know, what is your passion? People are like, oh, I have no idea because I've been doing something I hate forever, (laughs) you know, because they do, they don't, they're full up, they're full and they have no space to actually explore themselves. And so then they never step into their true work. Right. You know, but if you can create a little space within yourself, then, you know, then you, and just stepping, opening a door, you start, 
start stepping through and then all of a sudden the universe brings you people, brings you opportunities. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how did that person even know I was doing this? Or yeah. you start posting on Instagram, something new content all of a sudden, and then the right people start seeing mm, Exactly. Your soul tribe. And you know, it's really funny. Somebody, so who's, I read this somewhere once. It's like, you don't need a million followers on Instagram mm-hmm. to be successful. Like Jesus only had 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You That's know? a really good point. It's, it's true. It's true. It's like, you know, you don't need everybody to love what you're doing. You just right. need the right people to see it. Absolutely. And I always preach mm-hmm. that. I always say, you don't need a certain amount of followers to make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can, you can completely play out your passion in this lifetime and make a difference by just inspiring others to be who they are by being yourself and shining oh, your light. Totally. Yeah, and like with yeah. you, with you numerologically, you have an eight. So you're set up to be an influencer. Like you, you are just right. one of those powerful beings. That's an influencer. Right. Like for me, you know, if one of my posts gets 50 likes, it's, <laughs> it's, fa- it's fabulous. <laughs> if it does, it never usually does. Right. It's like the right people see it. Yes. You know, I don't need, you know, I'm a projector in human design, mm, so I yeah. have to get the invitations and the mm-hmm. invitations are not from everyone. It's only from for a select few. Right. So. Yes. It's the exclusive club. I like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that, though, because that it's a filter. You know, yes. and it helps you filter out the people that are not meant to be in your life and the opportunities that are not for you. And it yeah. helps you say, like you said earlier, it helps you say yes to the things that do light you up. And there's so much power in that. Oh, gosh, you're so right about that. Yes, so I right love that. that. Thank yeah. you, Ella, for saying that. I love it. Oh, my God. I can't wait to dive into um, the laws of spiritual relationships, because like I said before, this this changed my life. This concept changed my life. Um, but before that, just give us like a little introduction of like who you are and what you do and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, sure. So, um, so gosh, where do I start? So I actually am, I'm a business person by trade. I have an MBA. I also have a master's degree in design and architecture. And I've worked at some of the top um, advertising agencies, branding firms, Mm. you know, you name it. And I had a whole career in all of that. And the last job I had, I was a creative uh, director at a big magazine, a design magazine back in 2009. And in 2009, I have to say, now, I thought I had a great life. Like, (sighs) who knew me? I knew the guy I thought I was marrying and I was with mm, him and yeah. everybody's like, your life is so charmed. You must be so happy. Uh, and I was like, happy. <laughs> now that's interesting. Like I had never really thought about it. I ticked all the boxes. Right. I had everything on paper, but uh, I, I was like, how happy am I really? Um, and so 2009 showed me how happy I really wasn't because in a very short period of time, I pretty much lost everything. Oh. Right. And I know, I'm sure you've heard this. Story, yeah. But I literally lost my full-time job when the magazine closed overnight. So yeah. like 300 of us lost our jobs. And then, you know, within a few weeks of that, I lost the man I thought I was marrying to, oh. to another woman a few months before I thought I was marrying. Oh him. my God. And oh. then I had to move out of my apartment because you know he was paying the rent because I lost my job so I moved out and he pretty much moved her right in wow Um, yeah so and then to add insult to injury 
I only had $98 to my bank account. Oh my god. You know, goodness. I had fabulous clothes, fabulous shoes, <sighs> fabulous tote bags. I looked fabulous, but I had all designer. <laughs> yeah. I had no money. Like I I could not afford my lifestyle. Like when you're in magazines, like you have to yeah. look amazing. Right, right. But I had no money. So um so I had a huge crash in 2009 and I literally ended up sleeping on friends' sofas for three months trying to figure wow. out what happened to my life. And oh. So it, it was really cathartic because I, I realized that everything I had, it really wasn't who I was. It, it was all great and it looked great on paper. Right. And I, I, didn't, I wasn't unhappy necessarily, but when my one friend came to Time Warner where our offices were and she, she said, you know, you must be so happy. And I was like, honestly, yeah. I don't even think I know what that word means. Wow, and, and I and I I was shocked that I couldn't tell her how happy I was, and so, you know, I I, I spent a very intense period of time in 2009 just walking the streets in New York City trying to figure out who I was, um, and all I had was a few, three three yoga classes I taught part time, and I and I taught these classes and I would sit in front of my students and I would give a dharma talk for the first three minutes, mm. and it would just be something I read or something I was studying with one of my teachers and and now these talks became really personal, so I would say so this is what I learned this week about relationships, wow, you know, and this is what I learned about um, letting go, you know, and this is what I learned about moving on. Mm. And sometimes I would start crying. Sometimes they would start crying. But the talks really moved people. And they were cathartic for me. They healed me. Of course. And yeah. all this, my students were like, oh, my God, that was so beautiful. Like, do you have that talk written down anywhere? And I was like, no, it was just in my head. You know? And so after about a year and a half, I finally started writing that down just so that they would have a link and they would stop asking me for it. And <laughs> right. that became an international blog. Wow. And I never yes. intended that. And from that, a few years later came my book. Yeah. Book has this crazy sort of micro cult following mm -hmm. because the amazing Jeannie Mai from the Fox TV show, the real founded and started, um, uh, an inspirational book club with it. I remember that. I was yeah, like, yeah. what? And it's still, I mean, it sold like $24,000 in like three weeks, three and a half weeks. Wow. <laughs> like, That's crazy. I remember seeing that. I'm like, no way. She's yeah, it was crazy. That's so cool. It's crazy. And then that was in 2018, I think. And yeah. it's still, it's still, still I going. Know, it, I'd say trending to a certain degree. It's still selling from that. Right. So so yeah, it's it's a it's a really sweet little book of wisdom. But yeah. what I learned so much from from that one year, you know, I lost everything because there was one lesson I was running, and you have this lesson too, yeah, right? Because it do. literally is the lesson too, the lesson yep. number two, right? And I had been repeating this lesson in four or five of my previous relationships, and then in this last relationship, I didn't get it, and usually mm. I just lose the relationship. Right, right. But this time I lost everything around it because oh the universe goodness. was like, okay, you're still doing the same thing. So no, you're not going to get the relationship. And now, now you're not going to get 
the job anymore because you're not going to throw yourself into your work to ignore your pain. And you know what? You're not going to be able to just go home and stay in bed all day long because oh. you're depressed. So we're going to take about the, a dark night of the soul. Yeah, we're going to take <laughs> your home away from you. So when I'm sleeping on friends' sofas, like I had to leave in the morning when they went to work. Like I couldn't stay there all. You know what I mean? Right. Like I didn't have keys and I had to leave. Oh. So I had to be constructive. So what I learned is that you know, you don't have to lose your life to learn a lesson. Yeah. You can just learn the lesson. And so from that point forward, from 2009, you know, I got certified as a holistic health coach and then an intuitive life coach. I studied Ayurvedic medicine um, and I'm a natural intuitive. I'm, I have mm -hmm. natural psychic gifts. So I just put the whole thing together with some of the teachings from one of my teachers on numerology. And I've been doing that for 11 years because I'm convinced I, so now I want to teach people like you don't have to lose your life to, yeah. learn, to learn the lesson. You can just learn the lesson. So let me tell you what your lessons are. Yes. <laughs> Here's yes. what they are. And, and they always say to me, Yasmin, they're like, Oh my God, like I've been doing that. I'll be like, this is one of your major lessons. And they're like, yeah, I've been doing that for like 10 years. I'm like, yeah. But you didn't need me to tell you that. You already knew you were doing right. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, you mean it's not a coincidence? I'm like, no, there's no coincidences in the universe. If something's happening to you again and again, it's the yeah. universe's way of giving you another opportunity to work through the same thing differently this time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so most of us don't realize that. So every time we attract a relationship into our life, we it's the same relationship again and again because we yeah. haven't worked it through. Yep. And then, you know, how many girls end up in my office and they're like, God, so like I got this new guy and like, you know, can you believe he's so similar to like the other one? And I'm like, yeah. Did you think you were going to get someone else? Like yeah. you, you didn't work through this pattern. Like, why did you think the universe was going to give you better? Yeah, same thing in a different package. You, you said yeah, that before. It looks before. prettier this time. <laughs> exactly. It goes from the Kmart shopping bag to the <laughs> Tiffany blue box. And you'd swear it's not the same lesson, but it's always the same lesson. Oh, yeah. I even remember coming to you when I was going through my breakup. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this always happens. Why am I always with, with guys that I feel like I have to be their mom or I have to, like, do everything and I have to be everything for them? And they, like, never, like, they never do anything for me. And then you're like, well, this is, you have a lesson number two. Yeah. <laughs> you two is like, and twos are set up for that. They're set up to be the, the nurturers and the yeah. givers. But twos, twos, twos have to learn how to find balance in their relationships. Yeah. So every relationship, and this is not not just lovers it'll be friendships it'll be colleagues yeah. every relationship has to be balanced so you have right. to learn to work in cooperation to find the balance you can't over cooperate because if you over cooperate over give over love you're always going to get taken for granted and taken yeah. advantage of. Absolutely. and then you can't under cooperate either right you can't shut down yeah give nothing because you're still perpetuating that imbalance and twos i think two is one of the hardest lessons i, I make all my twos carry a notebook called two <laughs> I love it. You have to go through life and literally write down like, oh, I saw the two today. I, I was over cooperating again and I was good. It's the doormat lesson. It is. Right? Yeah. It's the martyr lesson. Yeah. It's and the it's people so hard. It's mm -hmm. a pleaser for sure. Um, and then once you learn that, you know, who I am is good enough. In fact, who I am is better than you <laughs> yes I'm yes. not giving more to you because no exactly exactly and when you when you learn it it feels so empowering 
Yeah, it's almost totally. like something clicks and you're like, wait a second, this is all I had to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then everything changes. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't even realize it. You, you move. I always say you move up the tree into the higher branches of your destiny. Yes. But most of us are on lower branches in our fate. You know, if you can't make any spiritual growth, if you can't evolve in this lifetime, you don't learn how to climb your tree. You'll end up in the lower branches. Right. And, and it's not your, it's not a punishment, but right. things are not working well on the lower branches. Yes. Right. And so, you know, you can be in those branches, but, you know, everybody in those branches always wants a relationship of someone in the top of the branches, mm -hmm. in the top of the tree, but you don't get you know, what you want, you get where you are on the tree. Yes, exactly. So if you're in lower branches, you're going to get a lower branch schmuck. <laughs> exactly. You're not entitled just because you want something. Well, I mean, you know? I like to say everybody's entitled, but you know, you have to recognize that vibrate. It's it, life is a vibration game. Yeah. So the vibration you hold is exactly what you're going to bring in. Mm -hmm. And so unless you're really able to look at yourself and recognize the vibration you're holding, you're just going to bring in the, somebody with, if you're on lower branches, you're going to bring in somebody and not just a relationship in the lower branches. You'll bring in a job opportunity in the lower branches. You yeah. bring friendships in the lower branches. Mm -hmm. So consciousness is, is a big thing. You know, that's one of the most important laws is the law of consciousness is to yes. recognize who you are, what is yours, and then you can give the rest back to the other person. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. And I, and that is, that's one of the, definitely one of the most important laws. What, what are the other ones? Oh gosh, there's so many. Um, well, there's seven. There's to be seven. Exact. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and these are not. I mean, these were channeled to me, so you know, it's not there. I mean, there are spiritual laws of the universe, right? Um, but these lessons in love were actually channeled to me um, overnight, and I got right. up the next morning and, and like. I just started writing for two hours. I was like, okay, I got it. Um, so the, the first one is the, I, do you want me just to list them or do you want to go through some? Of them? Yeah, let's go through it. Let's just like get deep with all of them. <laughs> Whoa. Well, so this could take a while, but um, <laughs> so, um, I, which one do I, um, let me pick one that I really want to talk. Yeah. About. Pick the ones that you, you know, let's, there's, well, I mean, we started talking about this. I don't know if you were in uh, one of the clubhouses, but we were talking about the law of consciousness for a while. That's a really important one. Mm. I'm wondering if we should jump into that one first. Yeah. Um, well, actually, yeah. I want to start with the law of self-love. Okay. So yeah. that, first of all, you know, you have to learn to obviously love yourself first. Mm, yeah. You have to be loved to get love. And this is what I was saying, that everything is a vibrational game. Right. So if you recognize the vibration you're holding then you you'll attract what you're looking to attract and one of the problems i see is that people who go through breakups and they're really upset especially if you didn't want the breakup and you're really hurting your vibration drops right so you slide right. down the tree and you're not feeling really good you're unhappy and then everybody wants to jump into the online frog pond <laughs> i love this i remember you saying this so and this is <laughs> This is helpful for everybody who's dating, right? Yeah. Especially in New York City, but yeah. anywhere. So the everybody wants a prince or a mm -hmm. princess. And so they and they jump into the online frog pond because you know you you want a prince or a princess, but you're gonna have to kiss some frogs yeah. to get there. Yep. And so the online pond is a is a huge frog pond. 
Right. And so now if you are in lower branches and you're sad, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling insecure, you may be mm. gaining weight, you're not liking your what you're seeing in the mirror, but yet you're determined to go and, and find a new relationship because the other one dumped you. Mm. So then if you jump into the online frog pond, frogs love broken. Yep. <laughs> they love broken. They can smell it a mile away, and that's a low vibration, right? Somebody right. who's a little depressed, a little, like, insecure, whatever have you. So, you know, you're going to end up, if you're running that field, you jump into that frog pond, frogs are going to be all over you, kissing right. you, munching you. Like, yum, 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 yum. And, right. and every every date is going to be worse than the next. Yeah. And then you go home and you tell your roommates, like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe this one was worse than the one yesterday, and I'm never going to find somebody, and then your vibration drops even more and you think it's you when in reality it actually it wasn't well it was you in the sense that it was your vibration right so it's not who you are it's the vibration you're holding mm. so you you're only getting the frog because you're running a lower field and the frogs love that so they're all over you kissing you but now if you stay out of the frog pond and you you do the harder work because you realize you're on lower branches you realize you want to get to the upper branches so right. you know you have to learn how to climb your tree because with every lesson learned in a life you move up the tree right and you know you just want to hold more light you want a higher vibration you want to start feeling better about yourself mm -hmm. and whenever I tell clients you know you have to learn how to love yourself first before anybody else will love you they get overwhelmed by that because yeah. you know loving yourself like who knows really how to love themselves right you know, because we, we're always expecting someone outside of us to love us. So if yeah. we're not in a relationship, we feel empty. We feel, mm, you know, yeah. we feel like we're not worthy. Unworthy, but, yep. But that love has to come from you. When you love somebody, that is not the person. That is the, that's your love yes. that you're feeling and you're just projecting it onto them. But that's yes. yours. Yeah. It's yours. Mm -hmm. You, know, you got to fill your own cup. You've got to fill your own cup, right, mm -hmm. before you can give it to anybody else. And exactly. so so I tell them, you know, it's better to stay out of the online frog pond because it'll right. drain you if you're not at your best. So the little life hack we've been talking about, that little life hack, and that is, you know, you can um, – the universe can't tell the difference between whether or not you love yourself or you're just doing things you love. And that's in the short term. You can't do that forever. The universe will call you out on that. But right. in the short term, you know, you can do things that you really love and push yourself out into the universe right. so that you can find some joy. Some I love it. Joy. Vibrational hack. I love that. It's it is a it's a life hack, right? Yeah. It's a vibrational hack. It'll it'll push your butt up the tree despite yes. yourself. Yes. Um, now, once you get to the top of the tree, because you found joy for a consistent period of maybe two weeks, you know, you've got to maintain that because uh -huh. you can hang. We sail up and down the tree every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Absolutely. So just because you beg, borrow and steal to get yourself up the tree doesn't mean that you can stay there long enough to bring in a higher branch person. Right. Right. But you, but all you need to do is lift your vibration long enough to get yourself up the tree. You're holding more light. Mm. And when you hold more light, you shine and you feel better. You look better. And then you jump into the online frog pond and that shine is so 
beautiful and it's so bright that the frogs can't handle it. <laughs> the frogs are nocturnal. They're like, Ugh, what is like that? that's too bright. I don't and like it. Get out of the way. There's no like, resonance what here. <laughs> the hell is that? And the yes. frogs get out of the way, and your light is like a beam. It goes directly to the one or two prince or princesses who are in that pond at that time. Right. So you don't have to go through that crazy, you know, dating and dating and dating and waiting and waiting and waiting. If you are a vibrational, if you're aligned with yourself, the highest version of yourself, Mm -hmm. he will come right in. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is so true. And I love that because it like that's happened to me. You know, yeah. something happened to me with Brad. It's like, I was in a place where I was like, screw it. I'm going inward. <laughs> I am not going to continue doing this. I'm not going to continue attracting people that are not for me. And I started to really do things. And I did that vibrational hack. Cause I remember you telling me that. And so I did that and I was like, wait a second, this is like, this is great because it helped me so much and it helped me be in tune with myself and how I wanted to continue showing up. And when that happened, it was like, you know, Brad came into my life out of nowhere. I mean, it was <laughs> out of nowhere. Because yeah. I remember, I remember, and you were so good. Once you learned like these life lessons in love, you were like, Oh my God, I've been doing everything wrong. Yes. And then yes. you really took charge of it. And then yeah. you're like, I'm ending the relationship with him. Like, I realized I shouldn't be in it. I was like, you go, girl. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. like, I want to say a few weeks later, a month later, I hear that, like, you've got a new guy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. And I, I remember we were at the retreat. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, where did this boy come from? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I was so excited because it came from a place of, I just felt so good and it came from a place of self-love. It wasn't coming from a place of, I need this person to feel good. Yeah. Totally. And you know, it's so funny. You cannot, nobody can get a relationship from a place of need and everything in our society teaches us that we need to get into a relationship from Uh, a place of need uh because we're not whole within ourselves. So we want somebody to complete us and it doesn't work like that. You have to be whole within yourself and then you can find somebody to compliment you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's the programming that is given to us too. Of oh, like, yeah. you have to find someone, you have to get married at this age, you have to have kids at this age. And it's like, well, what if I don't want to? Okay, <laughs> you totally. know, like, totally. and that's okay. It doesn't mean I'm broken. It doesn't mean I'm unworthy. It just means that this isn't for me or it's not the time yet. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a, a beautiful example of that. Like, mm. I, I wanted, that real relationship, but I was too busy taking lessons. Yeah. Now, ultimately I, I wanted family and everything and it like, it didn't work for me because I got so tied up in the same lesson of the two that I couldn't work through it. Right. Right. You know, and then I I finally got to a point where I was like, Oh my God, like this lesson literally stopped me from bringing in the person I needed to bring in. Mm. And we don't realize that we can do that to ourselves. Yeah. But I've realized now, like, I love who I am. I love how I show up. And if I never met the right person, I would actually be okay with that. Because I've learned that the love that I was looking for outside of me is really inside of me. Yeah. And I realized, oh, my God, everything I've been looking for, I already was. 
Absolutely. And that is the most powerful thing you can, you can feel. Totally. Because that, that is infinite power and it is the, it is true love. It's divine love. We have right. the wrong idea about love. We think love is when you love another person or yeah. you feel love from that person. But what we don't realize is just what I said to you earlier is that that love is inside you. Right. And when you love someone, you're sharing mm -hmm. that love with Absolutely. them. Absolutely. But it's your love. Exactly. Exactly. It's coming from you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. That is so true. And you're right. I, we, ha we do have this twisted idea of what love actually is totally it's 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 hollywood it's mm -hmm. you know and you know it's cinderella fairy tales yeah i you know I, I i literally wrote the book on fairy tale relationships like right. i everyone looks perfect on paper until i have to move through them and i get beaten up by them yeah because I, I was unable to see my own patterning um, but yeah, so that love comes when you love yourself first and you recognize that you are everything you've been waiting for. There's like a switch that goes off right. and then all of a sudden the universe delivers to your door exactly what you're looking for. And you're like, Oh my God, I can't yes. even like, wow. Okay. You know, yes. so it's, it's a process. It's definitely it a is. process, but. Right. It is. Process that is learning. such an important one. That's such an important law that we, that we overlook totally. for sure. Totally. <laughs> we all do it, you know, but it's so good when we have that awareness and we mm -hmm. can shift it. Everything changes. Everything. I agree. I agree. Um, I should we that. move on to the yes. next one? Yes. So this is, this is the one that we've talked a lot about in our mystery school um, in Clubhouse, but I think it's important for people. So I'll just distill okay. it quickly. But okay. it's called, it is the law of consciousness. It means own what's yours so you can give the rest back. And I think mm. an important thing to realize is that there are three elements to a relationship. You have to know what your lessons are and you have to work on yours. They have to know what their lessons are and they have to be working on themselves. The third level is when you come together in the relationship and you work together on it. Right. That is, and most people don't realize that. So they don't do the work on themselves. They just meet in at the third level and try to force the, <laughs> the relationship to work. Exactly. Because the relationship doesn't work. So I just want it to work. Like yeah. just work. I just want to force it and I want to change yeah. that person. Yeah. I just want it to work. Okay. Like you are not working and, and like that doesn't work. So yeah. the way I explain it to people is that when you come in, everybody has a certain number of life lessons. According mm. to the numerology, you have three or four categories right. of lessons. And then those lessons are like onions because there's so many different components to a right. category of lessons. Right. So there's micro lessons in there and there's a lot in there. But so you're everybody has their own lessons and those lessons show up as like your buttons. Mm, and so yeah. relationships are button pushing contacts. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. And it's your partner's job to push your buttons. Uh -huh. It's their job to push the buttons. So your stuff comes up. And if there's no consciousness and there's no awareness, the first thing we do is we lash out and I'm so mad. You just pushed my buttons. Right. Exactly. You know, it's your fault that you press my buttons. Now I'm angry and it's all your fault. But yes. I mean, you can't be angry at them for pressing your buttons. Like thank them for reminding you where you hit them. Right. Because those buttons are yours and you're always in charge of whether or not they ever get pressed. 
Absolutely. So the higher level of consciousness you're running, those buttons will never get pushed. Right. Because you're in control and you're like, oh, I see you trying to press that button. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I, it's not going to bother me. Go ahead and try, you know, but you're in control. Of yes. It because yeah, you know what your buttons are. You know what they are and you've worked on them. So nobody can push them. Right. Right. And you're never a victim. You're never, ever a victim. Mm -hmm. You're never a victim. Um, you, you know, but we all want to feel like we get upset when of our course. buttons get pushed, but you know, it's not the other person's fault. It's your, those, if, because if you have an emotion, if somebody, if your partner gets you upset and gets you angry, you get triggered and that trigger is yours because mm -hmm. if you get triggered with emotion, that's your work, not their work. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but we always, when we get emotional and triggered, we blame the other person. Yes. And, and it's like, instead of looking at your work and doing your work, you jump to that third level and you just try to force them to be in the relationship differently. Yep. And you're not, you can't do that. It yeah, doesn't we work can't that change way. anyone. <laughs> yeah, you have to take a time out and go work on you. Right. You know, and that's, that's how it works. So consciousness means I know what's mine. I own what's mine and I can give the rest back. So when you have an argument with somebody, see who gets triggered. And then if you get triggered, you realize, okay, this, there's something here that's mine. I need to take a step back and I need to look at it. Um, as much as I want to make you wrong for it, I need to look at myself. Right. You right. know, um, and so then there's consciousness when buttons get pushed, the two of you can look and say, okay, well, I own this. What do you own? Mm, yeah. I've taken responsibility. Exactly. That's the law of consciousness. Very important. That's a big um, one. Mm -hmm. It's a big one. So uh, the next one, I like this one. Most people don't like it though. <laughs> it's, a, it's the law of resistance. You have to transform by experiencing contrast. In other words, to get what you want, you have to go through what you don't want. Oh, yep. That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> because resistance is important. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why resistance is there. You know, and I always use the example of like... Um, there's a wall, you know, and you're running, you're running on a mountaintop, you know, and you're running across this field. And then all of a sudden there's a wall in your way and you're like, damn, why is that wall there? And you like take out your like, you know, big hammer and you start smashing at it to like take the wall down because you're so angry it's there. And the universe is like, whoa, dude, like that wall is there for a reason because if you actually look carefully there's a cliff on the other side. Oh, right. so the resistance was detouring you somewhere else. So right. you didn't get hurt. So resistance is purposeful. Yeah. Um, I see resistance with long distance relationships. This is just mm. one example. And you know this, I say this a lot. Right. If, um, if there's distance in a relationship, if a client comes to me and you know, she meets, she just meets somebody who she's in New York and he's in Italy and right. there's a long distance component. I know right off the bat that either one or both parties isn't ready to be in the relationship. So there's distance. This is resistance, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And the resistance is purposeful because if the universe let you be together, you'd both destroy it and run the relationship into the ground because exactly. you're not ready to be in it. So the universe institutes an element of separation right. so you can work on you he can work on him 
and then you can come together um, and it'll be that much sweeter to do the work at the third level of relationship. But it buys you time. Yes. Yes. So that's super important. And people don't realize that resistance is purposeful. They just want to take the wall down. They don't want the resistance Mm -hmm. there, especially if you have a number four, because fours have no patience. Yeah. And they just want to be in the relationship faster. Like, why am I not getting engaged? You know, I've known them for two or three months. I I want to be engaged. Like, I want to move this along. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right. And the universe always slows them down because if fours could, they would make the wrong decision early in life. Mm. So fours have to go slowly through their life in order to make the right decisions. So resistance is purposeful for them. It always slows them down. So they have to think about what they're doing, you know? Um, So the law of resistance, you have to transform by experiencing the contrast. You have to go through what you don't want in order to get what you do. So to recognize that if there's any resistance on your path, it's purposeful because it's slowing you down long enough to ask yourself, do I want this relationship? Do I want to live here? Do I want to live with this person? Like, you know, it helps you reflect. It helps you reflect. It gives you that time. Yeah. I love that. I love that example because that was me with my past relationship. It was long distance. Mm. And and I always felt like, why is this happening? I just don't, I don't want this anymore. Like, like, why are we so far away from each other? I feel like we can't really get the relationship moving. And when you told me that, when we did our session, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's a safeguard so that you don't run the relationship into the ground. And you know what? Sometimes people are in the relationship and then the element of distance gets introduced. So they might've been dating for two years and then one of them gets a a job offer in London. Yeah. And there's all of a sudden separation before they get engaged. And, you know, of course they'll, you know, and this actually happened to one of my clients. She's like, I can't believe it. We're not even engaged. And he's got, he has to go to London and And I was like, you know, like, this is not a bad thing because it's giving you an opportunity to reflect. And I knew her and I knew she had some work to do. Mm, Yeah. Like this is a good thing. You're not, I know you want to be engaged and he's not proposing, but you putting in his face every day, how he's not proposing is not going to get to propose. But there are things with you, you know, you need to be working on. So this is going to give you the time to do it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's all about perspective. Totally. It's all about seeing it in a different light and, and realizing like, oh, this is this is for my highest good. It's it's okay. meant to help me on this path, even if it's painful, even if it sucks. But I yeah. know that it's meant to push me in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's meant. And, you know, um, another thing, too, along those lines, and you can always remember this. It doesn't matter what stage your relationship is at. If you break up, most people want to fall apart about breakups. But I'm like, you know, if you're meant to be with somebody and you're truly, if it's real, you can't lose it. If it's real, if it's not real for you, it'll walk out the door. And that's a really good asset test. Yeah. So I tell everybody, you know, they are, do you think he's going to come back? Do you think she's going to come back? I'm like, you know, people have free will, so we'll see what happens. But here's the thing. If you, destiny always loops around, yeah, it loops around, around and around. So if you are meant to be with somebody and it's true for you and it's real, it will loop back around when it's time for it to come back around. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yes, I love that. And it's such a good reminder, too, because you can be in the midst of, of so much pain. But when you see it that way, it, it, it changes the game. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I love it. I love that, my love. Thank you for sharing that. Are there any more laws that you feel are important? Like, I, all of them are, but yeah, <laughs> the most important, at least. Um, I, if I had to pick one more, I think I would say the law – well, I actually feel like there's two, and I'm going to say them really quickly. Okay. One is the law of choices. Okay. And the law of choices is you don't always get what you want. You get what you choose. Oh, that's a good one. And it's not always the same thing. Now, yeah. the one thing you can't do, and people don't realize this, they fall in love with somebody and they're like, oh my God, I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you. And, but they don't realize that when they're with this person, they're miserable. Because they want that person to change and be what they want. So the only thing you can't do is choose somebody because you want them. Mm. You think you want them. And then beat them up for not being what you want. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing exactly. ever. The law of choices is you don't get what you want. You get what you choose. So you have to be, right. you have to take a hard line with yourself. Right. Like, what am I choosing here? Right. Like, am I choosing what I want or am I choosing somebody I think I want, but then I, I'm going to get a person who's not really what I want. Right. And then I'm going to, I'm going to try to change them, which is not going to work. I'm going to try <laughs> to change them, which never works. No, it's like hitting your head against the wall. It is so, that is a waste of energy. It's, it's a complete waste of energy, but people don't realize they do it because right. they're, I see toxic relationships all the time and they're like, I love this person. I love this person. I'm like, why do you love this person? Look yeah. at how they treat you. Look what they say to you. Right. So, you know, you're telling me you want to marry this person, but I know you don't want this relationship. Right. I know you want something better, but if you choose this relationship, you don't get something better. You get what you choose. Exactly. Choose him, you get him. <laughs> exactly. You're not you don't get him. what you want, you get him. And there's a difference. Yes. And it's absolutely. very hard for people to see that for some reason. I, yeah, no, and I, I see that too so much in like, you know, previous clients that I've had too. It's like I, I want I want this person, but they're not changing. They're not being what I want them to be. And I'm like, well, they're probably not going to. <laughs> they're yeah, exactly. Not going to. Exactly. We can't do that. We can't just have someone and mold them to be what we want them to be. But we have the choice to step out and not be with that person. Like you said, it's the law of choice. That's exactly it. We yeah. can choose to step away if this is not something that serves us. Yeah. yeah. But we have to make that choice. No one's going to make it for us. You have to make the choice, but you have to be strong enough to recognize that what you actually, what you, what you want is not good for you. What yeah. you want is toxic. Yeah. And what you really want is not that. Yeah. So you have to take a hard line with you, with yourself. And in that, that to me is the, is the hardest part because people, right. they're not emotionally honest with themselves. They yeah. just find somebody and they're like, I really want that person. And I don't right. care that he's horrible to me. And right. I'm like, but you do care. Cause that's not the quality of relationship you want, but that's that person. So if you choose him, you're not going to get what you want, but you'll get him. Exactly. Oh, but I want him, Donalyn. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know you don't want him because you don't want to be in this toxic relationship on the phone with me every week crying exactly like because that's exactly. what you're choosing exactly no, and, and that's the inner work if we get married he'll be different i'm like oh no 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 no, no 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 he won't trust me no he won't nope that is that is one mistake that i see people do it's they think if we have kids he'll change if yeah. we get married he'll change it's like no, no. 
no no one changes like you you that that person that you chose to date and to marry is what is is what is that's it you know there's nothing else to it oh yeah well no I mean you're gonna change and, and he'll change I mean we grow until the day we die but you either grow together or you grow apart totally totally you know and so and bad patterns they're they're a little hard to change right so if there's unhappiness if he's unhappy and he's stuck and you know you're trying to help him and you can't help him because you can't fix mm. or save anybody you know, he, he's going to change, but chances are it'll be worse. Right. Right. You know, unless he can pull himself up and, and, and make the change himself, but you cannot invest in a relationship that you're hoping he will change. Right. That's, that's doomed. Yes, absolutely. And there's so much inner work there. Totally. And that's why I think people fear that, you know, and I know I have for a fact in the past, it's like, oh, I have to look at my own stuff. Because <laughs> totally. That's how I can move forward. That's how I can choose differently. Yeah, exactly. And there's one, could we have time for one quick? Yes, one? we okay. have time for another one. Yeah. So this is, um, this I think is really important. People don't understand this one either. So it's the law of letting go. Mm. You have to let go of what isn't working in order to make room for what will. Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> you have to lose what isn't working to win what will. And so again, you know, if we use the, the toxic relationship, like it's so hard to let it go, but you only get one soulmate in a cup at a time. Right. 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 So you can, I, you either have the transitional soulmate or the primary transitional is the lesson. Mm-hmm. The primary is the one you have a soul contract with to marry and have children. Mm. So if you have, and transitionals were much more, there's an obsessive quality. Like I like him. I like him so much. Oh my God. I'm like, you know, uh, and he's not calling. I don't know if there's somebody else. He's not returning yeah. my texts. What's happening? So there's emotional chaos with a, t- a transitional soulmate. Oh, it's a you never know where you stand. Totally. You never know where you stand, yeah. but they're so delicious. Yes. Because yes. you're so physically attracted to them. Right. And the um, sex is like off the charts. Off the charts. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. the primary is the one you have a contract with to marry and have children. And so right. you don't usually meet them up front. I mean, I guess maybe if you're a really old soul, you could. Right. But you kind of have to learn by going through people, right? Yeah. And the primary soulmate is just more balanced and harmonious. So it's just easier. It's like your right. best friend. Yeah. It's, you still have a connection, but it's like your best friends. There's right. no drama. Whereas yes. transitional is all drama. So if you only get one soulmate in a cup, you have to figure out, do you have a transitional in that cup or do you have a primary? Because you only get one at a time. You can date lots of other people, but they're not going to be as significant. Exactly. Because the soulmates don't come around all that often. You know, you can date lots of frogs. Right. But the princes are few and far between. You can can jam thousands of frogs in a cup, but you get one prince. Yeah. Now, you have to ask yourself, I mean, a transitional is a prince because, you know, you've walked with him before. He may not be the one you're meant to marry and have children with, but he'll be a prince. Right. So it's a little deceptive. Right. Mm. So if you have that prince in your cup, like, and it's a toxic relationship and you've been with him for two years, you're not making any progress. The water is dirty, murky. It smells a little, but you're having a hard time throwing it out because you know this person and you've had this person in your life for two years. And then the universal water pitcher comes around. This is the Mm -hmm. universe. And it says, Yasmin, dump that cup out. We can give you something fresh. And you're like, Oh my God, no, I'm not (laughs) dumping that cup out. Like I know that cup, like 
that I'm comfortable with that been cup. with me for two and a half years. Like, I'm not ready to let him go. Like, I'm holding this cup. And the universe is like, but you're so thirsty and you're so dehydrated and that you, you're not even drinking that water. And you're like, I, I know, but it's okay. I don't need to drink it. I'm not thirsty. And the universe is like, you need something fresh. You need to toss that cup out. And if you're strong, you'll toss it out. And then the universe will fill you up with a primary. But most of us are so scared to let go of what isn't working right. that we hold on to those transitionals far longer than we should have. And then, so say that you, you had a contract with a transitional for two years, two and a half years. Right. And then the universe came and said, dump out the cup, but you wouldn't dump out the cup. Cause I did this in my early twenties. Mm -hmm. I was only, I only had a two year contract with a transitional and I stayed for eight years. Mm, oh my God. With all of my twenties, I stayed with him. And so I missed two primaries during that time. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. And that was hard. That was a hard pill to swallow when one of my teachers told me, and I knew it actually, I knew it. Right. Intuitively. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. And cause I was never getting my needs met and I kept right. waiting and waiting for it to change. But I, I kept him in my cup for so long that I missed two other opportunities. Wow. Oh, that's painful. <laughs> painful that's painful mm -hmm. so important to know the law of letting go you have to let go of what isn't working to make room for what will right and trusting that that's yeah, such trust. a big component yeah we said you can't lose what's real right so if exactly. something's not serving you you should toss it out right and know that the real thing will, will show up. up but it can't right. show up if you're holding on to the old one. Oh, absolutely you'll miss it You'll, You'll miss it. it. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that. They think they can have a little on the side, but it doesn't. Yeah. You can have, you can have a few frogs on the side, but you're not going to get a prince on the side. Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to get that one person. No. That, that you want. True. Yeah. That you truly want. Totally. It doesn't work that way. Wow. So, yeah, so oh those are the gosh. most important. There are a couple others, but I think we did a good job with those. Oh, my God, that was so good, my love. Yeah, we ha we definitely have to do another episode for sure. Um, we'll absolutely do that because I feel like there's just so much and that you have so much knowledge, and I'm just sitting here like, wow. <laughs> I know you are my teacher in Atlantis in a past life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You are one of my students. <laughs> yep, I just know it. I so feel that. I feel that resonance so deeply. <laughs> So true. I so love true. it. I love it. Thank you so much, my love, for, for yeah. sharing that, for sharing your light, for coming on. And just tell the audience where they can find you, if you have any special offerings, any one-on-ones, all of that. Yeah, sure. So um, uh, I'm an intuitive life coach, right? And I use a form of numerology to crack your code and help you understand yourself. So I give you an opportunity to give me five issues or concerns about your life. And then um, I tell you what's really going on. Mm -hmm. So we decode um, so many different layers of who you are. And so yeah, I'm happy to give like a, you know, a 20% discount to your, um, to your audience. If they like, they can just Aww. reach out to me on Instagram. They can DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and my website, if they want to check it out is ethereal, E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L hyphen wellness, ethereal hyphen wellness. And yeah, there, you've got inspiration and wisdom on there and you also have, um, just, a little bit about the way I work. Perfect. Thank you, my love. I'll definitely yeah. add it to the show notes and I'll add your book and everything. So oh, yeah. totally reach out and, and, you know, get the book or go on the site. 
and be inspired by your content and your work and your light. So thank you so much, my love, for coming thank on. Thank you for having me, Yasmin. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, you're the best, and we will talk soon. Okay, bye, honey. Okay, Ciao. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love, and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in coaching with me, find me on Instagram at Yasmin Elsmore. Make sure to also follow Humanity Feels on Instagram for daily inspiration and conscious conversations. Love always, Humanity Feels.